Welcome to the Moms for Wellness podcast on SM Enlightenment Radio or TV. This is a podcast for moms who are passionate about being healthy and leading their kids to do the same. Welcome to the podcast, Mamas. I am so, so, so excited for this amazing episode because if you are watching on YouTube and not just listening to this broadcast, you will see that I have my guest here in person. I am so excited because often when I have guests, it's over the computer. And right now, I have my guest in person. And not only is that exciting that my guest is here in person with us, but also my guest is my sister-in-law. So I'm so <laughs> excited this is so so fun for us to be able to do this episode together so I would love to be able to introduce to you Sarah Greer and she is not only my sister-in-law and not only an amazing person but also an amazing mama and she is a certified nutrition coach and a certified yoga instructor who specializes in pain management and so I'm really excited to have her here we are going to be talking all things kids mom motherhood pregnancy all kinds of things and actually i'm excited because this is the first in several episodes or planning on four parts but who knows it could turn into more especially based yep. on your feedback your <laughs> questions your comments whatever we can turn it into a whole lot more than that um but i'm excited we are going to today focus on pregnancy so welcome sarah thank you thank you for having <laughs> me i'm super excited to be here everyone and super Happy to meet all of you out there and everybody who's watching and listening. So I'm really excited to be able to hopefully just impart some information and all the research I've done and um, everything that I was able to sort of extract from other people's information and put into practice and hopefully pass it on. So yeah, great. I'm so excited. And this is really cool to be able to have this conversation because my experience, so I, I have had my kids, so my oldest is 16, my youngest is nine, I have 16, 13, nine. So I went through pregnancy and early stages of motherhood a while ago, and you just went through the pregnancy <laughs> and um, have a little now. And so so I think it's really neat to be able to compare those differences, but also just the experiences because I know from my journey, we come from it from two different places. Mm -hmm. For me and, and the whole reason why I started this podcast were all the things in wellness and nutrition and ways to promote health in your body and then also in pregnancy and things. But that came so much later in my life and that mm -hmm. actually came after my pregnancies. Right. So a lot of the information that we're going to talk about today and the information that you already knew and practiced in your pregnancy, right. you knew prior to that. Yes. And so I think it's really cool. So this episode is for two groups of people. If you were in the camp where you're like, I like wellness, like nutrition, like what the heck are you even talking about? But oh, like I'm pregnant, maybe I'll listen in. Mm -hmm. Great, welcome, because this is definitely for you. And if you're in the camp of, I've been doing wellness all my life, like this is definitely for you as well, because you can be like, yep, yep, I know, I do that, I do that, and oh, I didn't know that one, or hey, did you know about this? And chime in and, you know, join us on yeah. Instagram and, and let us know. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited because we're coming at it from two different places. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, you know, just a little bit about my background. I. I've been raised living this way, so it was definitely, I think, different than a lot of people. I'm super blessed by that, as I've told you multiple times. I can't take credit for it. 
but um, you know, growing up with more of a natural holistic mindset of addressing essentially issues in your body or how to prep mm -hmm. your body for specific things using, you know, food as thy medicine, <laughs> as the famous <laughs> quote is, yes. you know, and knowing that you are what you eat and really what you put inside of you and how that's actually sustained, you know, us throughout, our, like my whole family throughout all of our lives. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm one of 10 kids. We were homeschooled, very like holistic, crunchy, <laughs> crunchy granola <Yes>. mommy <laughs> um, was, was our mom, you know, had us all at home, all natural births. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, that's a huge testament to her for the fact that she raised us all that way, but really instilled it in us, like what, you know, what you, you do on a daily basis really adds up to who you are. And mm -hmm. I think in today's society, we kind of have gotten away from that. We forget that it's really, you know, with the fast food and our fast life mm -hmm. pace and everything, we forget to slow down. Yeah. We forget to actually do the things that we need to. So that's, what we're going to cover a little bit about is just going over, um, you know, kind of how to prep your body. Mm -hmm. for pregnancy but then also talking about through pregnancy you know how to overcome some of those typical things that um, we all run into when yes. we're pregnant so. <laughs> exactly yeah. so that's a great place to start you said prep your body for pregnancy so mm -hmm. let's start there what the heck does that mean well I mean so it's really the mindset of the fact that when you are pregnant I mean you think about it your body is creating a whole human so it is taking yeah. everything that you have and literally putting it into that baby you know, and the placenta to build the baby, and especially that first trimester, which is why it's, it's so like hard on your body. Mm -hmm. So if you don't go into it already being in a place for your optimum health, you actually are starting with a deficit, which means that your body's in deficit, which means the baby's gonna suck even more from you because the baby's gonna get what, the need, what it needs. Yeah. I mean, it will. Say that again, so, because I think that is a really, really important key that is so important to know if you're going to be pregnant or if you are pregnant, mm -hmm. that so many times it's, oh, I'm worried about the baby, which just justifiably so, right. but the, that is the true statement. The baby's gonna take it from you. The baby's gonna get what it needs. You're the one who's gonna be depleted. Right. Well, I mean, this is a personal opinion. I haven't done a ton of research on this, but I feel like being in the pregnancy realm and all the studies I've done and seeing the infertility rate, what it is in America right now, we're, we're linking a huge part of that to nutrition and to mm. the fact of how well women are taking care of their hormones pre, you know, looking into fertility. Mm -hmm. You know, like we don't think about it in the long-term form, but what we're doing over a course of 12 years before we decide to have that baby is gonna make a huge impact. 12 on how years? Even more than that. I'm just wow. like saying, I mean, yeah. this is like yeah. a lifelong, like from yeah. when you start say ovulating, mm -hmm. how you address your body, how you operate your hormones, all of those things and all the synthetics we're putting in, mm. all the things that we're using on us and in us that are causing all those inhibitors are really a huge factor to infertility. And that stands out too because it's funny because that was one thing I thought about and then you just made me think of it again with what you just said with so many of the commercials we see about drugs and different things and you'll hear them say like, oh, don't take it if you're thinking about getting pregnant. Right. And so that right there from even that realm highlights this mm -hmm. fact of what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's when we stop our body from doing what it's naturally and made to do when it doesn't operate the way it's supposed to we're changing that whole like mechanism so to speak to control it to do what we want it to do yeah it, i mean when you look at like a lot of drugs or even if you look at like you know like a lot of the things that we use to control our fertility here in america mm -hmm. are things that are actually causing us later on in life to be able to not conceive properly yeah. so 
that right there is a huge thing I think to address, and that could be a whole other topic. And I won't get off. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I can like, get enough pedestal that, about that. That's one. like the, the pre-pregnancy <laughs> yeah. talk that we were talking about the pregnancy yeah. part. Yeah, but no, like I maybe we should pedestal. start there. Maybe yeah. <laughs> I can get we'll pedestal. say that for later. If you're interested in that, reach out to us on Instagram. Yeah. Let us know if that's something you want to dive deeper into. We can definitely yeah. do that. But yeah, yeah I can definitely get a yeah. pedestal about that. That's, one. A, that's a whole other topic. That's that down to look at, like you know, looking at our health from especially women. We need to make sure that our hormones are operating properly in order to conceive and also making sure that our bodies are working at their optimum because of course if we're also like I said in a deficit which is could be vitamin wise it could be health wise it could be you know dealing with you know different health issues so I was really blessed like, you know I've told you multiple times mm -hmm. that coming from the lifestyle I had growing up like I've never had a disease I've never I've never been on medication for anything like long term for anything like that so going into pregnancy i already knew that i had a leg up on that yeah. end because mm -hmm. i didn't have something that i was like dealing with trying to figure out how to deal with this which what a blessing it is it's a huge blessing mm -hmm. and so i mean if you're yeah. dealing with something like that that's definitely something that you know you have to you have to be wise and you have yes. to follow certain protocols if you need medications mm -hmm. or something like that i'm not saying you shouldn't use them but it's also looking at you know the full body spectrum so we're right. also we, we are what we put on us and what we put in us if you look at like what you're putting on you on a daily basis and what you're putting in you on a daily basis it will accumulate it's the same thing as like you know you put a penny Where in the bank have you heard that before <laughs> yeah. have you heard any episodes if you listen to anything yeah i mean it's <laughs> definitely that yeah. That yeah. is where yeah, it's it, a theme. Yeah, yeah, that's where it really starts. Right. though, is because I mean it's really making those choices every single day, the little things, you know, to choose having you know a glass of water over that soft drink mm -hmm. is really going to make a huge difference in your health. And people kind of were like, does that really make a difference? Right. But it adds up. It's all yeah. about the, how much it, it's adding up. So for me, going into pregnancy, like. I knew, you know, that I had wanted to have a baby. I was older in age, so, um, you know, I'm definitely over 35. So we'll just say that. <laughs> we'll so. just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so going into We won't talk about where that puts me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> going into pregnancy, I knew that that meant that though I had to have really good health. And yeah. so I've always been really concerned about keeping my body in optimum health, as you know, with exercise is one way to address that. So let's just start off with that, you know, mm -hmm. and see every woman is at a different place you know for me i love exercise so i was pre-pregnancy running a 5k a day and i was doing you know intermittent like hit workouts with you know weights and also body mm -hmm. weight workouts um like through yoga i was a yoga instructor so i do what's more like you can consider um like hit workouts they're like yoga hit yeah so um like very high That's pace cool. that type of thing yeah. yeah so and obviously then doing standard type of yoga because of the fluidity and keeping the spine healthy and everything like that so I went into pregnancy knowing that basically my body was I was at optimum like weight so that's another thing that's very important is that when you get pregnant you gain weight you mm -hmm. know and if you yeah. go into pregnancy already carrying weight then that just makes it harder but you're also that much more prone to having gestational diabetes or to having mm -hmm. preeclampsia or to having a lot of these okay things. so so explain what so for those that either haven't been pregnant mm -hmm. or early stages what is gestational diabetes um it is well you can actually be at a, at a healthy weight and still get that yeah. so it is something that typically like so you don't have diabetes but you only get like the effects of diabetes during mainly the second and third trimester of, of pregnancy, which means you have to change your diet because like a diabetic, they do, they're not making insulin. So it, it basically means that your body stops producing the amount of insulin that it mm -hmm. needs to. 
Yeah. Um, typically, you know, a lot of people do get that. You can get it and still be in really optimum yeah. health, but they yeah. generally address it through, guess what, changing your diet. So, Shocker. Right. So, <laughs> I mean, you can be at a good weight and still get that. Mm -hmm. But again, that yeah. goes back to really, in my opinion, what are you putting in you as well? Because mm -hmm. even though you're, you might look good, it doesn't yeah. mean that's not always a good yeah. radar. And that's a really good point. Let's just time out right that pregnancy or not, or pre-pregnancy or whatever. That's a huge thing. I don't know if you've heard things like, you know, the new, the skinny fat or whatever mm -hmm. it's called now. I think it's changed its name now. It's called something else now. But that's that thing that you look great from the outside, looks like an optimal weight, but your inside's a mess. You eat crap. Like you're right. not eating and doing the things that you need to do yeah. for optimal health health and those are the places that's going to creep up on you like in pregnancy and it doesn't mean that that equals gestational diabetes that's not right. what we're saying but you definitely are more prone, prone, to, prone having right. to having it exactly so that's why it can be like a shock for people would be like what you know and so so these are all things that you can do to help minimize mm -hmm. running into these things in pregnancy right yeah i mean it's definitely one of those things that you know you have to be you just have to be aware and that's not to mm -hmm. say that basically like you know i live a lifestyle where we don't ever splurge and have anything fun but again it's always the 80 20 rule yeah. of making sure that 80 percent of the time you're really just sticking with your healthy lifestyle and yeah. then 20 percent of the time you know holidays for instance you might eat sugar you know don't totally throw it out the window but yeah no, you get the idea. I mean, you yeah, still yeah, need yeah. to have the good yeah, yeah, stuff yeah, but yeah. yeah it's definitely one of those things that like you have to be aware of that mm -hmm. so it's really mm -hmm. important to know that you know most of the time like you know, even if you're going to do that, say, in a day, like, for the first two meals of the day, if you're going out to eat and not going to really care about what you eat out, then eat really healthy for the first mm -hmm. two meals. Like, don't just scratch it all up to being, right. like, a yeah. complete loss. Exactly. So, And I, I will say, too, just to add on to that with exercise mm -hmm. for going into pregnancy and for pregnancy – two things one it just helps you feel better when you are working out and because you are going to gain weight you do bloat so like you you feel awkward because it's just so different and like mm -hmm. it's just a, an experience you've never had before and like you know otherworldly really I mean there's another being in you and like all of those things like the the process and the changes right. and and experiencing that like it's just going to help you go through that when you are feeling better already going into right. it so I think it helps with that and then also like the stronger you are and the more exercise mm -hmm. you're doing the better you are going to be able to carry that weight because as you know like it goes like your baby's you know comes out and so like that puts strain on your lower back and so like having yeah. a good core and good lower strong lower back is just going to help with all of the normal aches and pains that come don't well, mean you're not going to get them right it just means it's going right. to make it no, easier it dramatically helps so because i mean i can attest yeah. to that 100 percent because i was active i mean i didn't have a lot of the other problems that people have you know i did have some you know leg cramping things like that but because of again doing yoga stretching we'll mm -hmm. get into a few stats but like one to throw out there right now is that i mean it's really been proven that women that exercise before and during pregnancy they actually not only have like less chance of having a lot of the pregnancy aches and pains, gestational diabetes, preeclampsia, all of those things. But also if you exercise before and during pregnancy, the baby is stronger. Now that right uh, there is an amazing yeah. statistic because when you actually look at like the like the, all the science, they've actually proven that like women that exercise, hmm. all, a lot of that gets passed through the baby. They have stronger hearts. They usually have a stronger uh, capacity to go through labor because I mean, it's hard on the baby to go through labor. And then their heart rate can drop. Huh. The babies are stronger that actually moms have worked yeah. out. Interesting. So, yeah. And, I mean, I'll, I'll throw out another one. But, like, if you do yoga 
um, during pregnancy. I know a lot of women come to yoga during pregnancy for the aches and pains, and it's it's phenomenal for pregnant women. Mm. It's one of the best things they can do yeah. for breath work for their core. Like I could go on and on, but also <laughs> one of the amazing things that I was super excited about is that it can actually shorten your delivery time by up to like twenty minutes, which that's significant. I real I was before you said that I was going to say I wish I had known about yoga in my pregnancy. Mm -hmm. And now that like doubly makes me like ah, I wish I knew yeah, that would be prenatal amazing. yoga that's the reason it's like yeah. a lot of doctors will actually tell you, "Hey, why don't you try to go to prenatal yoga class mm -hmm. because yeah. it gets the blood flowing and again, all this is really really good for the baby." I mean, think about it, your house, like your body is like the house for that baby right now. Yeah. So, I mean, they're literally growing and taking everything from you that they need. So it's very important that you look at your body as being like, okay, I have to keep my body as, as healthy as possible, not yeah. only for you, but for the baby. Because that's why a lot of women end up really depleted postpartum mm -hmm. because they didn't take care of their body through pregnancy. Oh, that makes so, sense. And so that is really interesting. I never thought about it like that because, um, I and I did, I worked out. I mean, I worked out a bunch, you know, before I had my first one, I worked out all through my pregnancy to the, to the mm -hmm. and we were joking about this beforehand, but like, you know, I'm at the gym and I'm, I'm running on the treadmill and the looks I got from people like with my belly, they kind of like, are you sure you should be doing that? And I'm yeah. not saying go out and run on a treadmill. What I'm saying is check with your doctor, make sure everything is okay for you because each person mm -hmm. is different. Everybody is different. But I was, you know, I was doing to the extent that I could, I knew for my body. And like, you know, I was in the, you know, I, we had the boxing class and the, the, and the um, kickboxing as well. And um, I have a picture of me with the bags and stuff. My mom's like, are you sure you should be? Yeah. I mean, I wasn't actually doing a boxing match, people. Right, okay. Right. I was not doing that. They would not let <laughs> yeah. you do that. Of course not. No, no but I, I was punching the bag. I have but a friend that did CrossFit during pregnancy. And I mean, she was lifting like a lot. Well, yeah. very, very pregnant. And the point is that your body, so really what you do before, going back to the same thing that we're talking about, pregnancy, really is what sets you up to be able to do it during pregnancy. We really yeah. don't recommend if you've don't never exercised before. Don't start all this before. No, 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 right. no. Don't go don't out and jump in Absolutely and do that, which not. is why don't we're saying that. prepping your yeah. body for pregnancy yeah. is actually important. So I would yeah. start usually like a couple of years before you're really thinking of getting pregnant and start implementing these healthy habits so that when you get pregnant, because a lot of people get pregnant and it's like, oh my gosh, I'm supposed to start exercising yeah. because I know this is good for me. But yeah. the problem is that at that point, it's kind of like too late because pregnancy is not the point to actually push your limits. Mm. And we'll get into a Say little bit again. more of that. Say pregnancy that again. is not the point to push your, like it's not yeah. the time to push your limits. It's really not the point to see how fast can you run? How fast can we, right. like how much can we do any of this? It's really a time to listen to your body and not stop doing the things you enjoy and the things that made you feel good. Mm-hmm. But also continue, you know, you don't want to push to your limits. And that's the thing is that, like, if you already have that limit very high, like I did, mm -hmm. like I was, I ran um, a 5K through seven months of my pregnancy. And through the eighth month, I started walking then about, you know, mm -hmm. three to four miles a day. Because at that point, I was kind of like, I don't feel right running. Yeah. It's just too yeah. heavy. <laughs> it's a little much. A little basketball bouncing around in there. But I was, like, no, I was hiking, you, you know, um, I was doing hikes, like, because, you know, I lived in Colorado. And mm -hmm. so I was doing big hikes going, you know, on these yeah. rather extensive hikes, you know, up until like eight months pregnant. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I wore a belly belt to help, you know, keep everything mm -hmm. in and stuff. But I knew my body. So what's I knew a I belly belt? So a belly belt actually helps hold your belly kind of up. So the belly can actually, 
when you're doing high exercises or a lot of exercise or something, um, I recommend definitely getting one for pregnancy because it helps alleviate a lot of lower back pain and hip pain because when the mm. belly kind of drops, especially the baby gets heavier coming like seven, eight, nine months, um, depending on how much weight you gain, it gets heavier in the front, which can actually, your back kind of gets um, very much of a curve in it because of the way your body starts prepping for labor. So it generally gets a super big curve. So it's actually pushing your pelvic forward to prepare your body for labor. Uh. And it's opening that pelvis up already, like with the relax and that gets released in your body. Yeah. So the belly belt actually helps kind of keep all of that in so that when you're exercising, you can do it very effectively, but also more safely and know that you're not really going to like harm anything. Well, if we had those around when I was pregnant, I did not know that. I yeah. never well, used the belly belt, so that is good to big know. Big one is diastasis. So okay. a diastasis okay. recti. Yeah. So, so what is diastasis? A diastasis, some people say a little difference, but that's when you have the splitting of the abs. So this happens naturally and will happen with every woman that gets pregnant. They have to split in order for that baby to have room to grow. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're I made. But we're that. also made for it to come back. So when it actually splits and that really causes the problem is the ab muscles are supposed to split and come apart. But the connective tissue, which is the fascia, so I can go off on that whole topic, <laughs> but the fascia really tissue, that's actually what starts tearing when you spread too far or if you haven't kept those muscles strong. So that's another reason to do yoga during pregnancy because we do breath work. And the breath work that we do is usually comes from the lower diaphragm that actually helps produce the oxygen and the blood flow and everything to keep those muscles because it's not really a muscle it's a very thin tissue that's actually holding the baby in and so yeah. when that starts ripping especially during the you know from like seven eight nine it really will start ripping as you get bigger if you don't have collagen if you don't have good nutrition and that's really where you end up with when the baby comes out, they don't go back together very well because that tissue in between there is really the elastic band that kind of goes and will pull them back together. Hmm. So that it's really important that you, that you work it. And breath work is actually one of the main things that works that whole inner core um, muscle. So it's it's very, very and important. And so that's a reason why like things that you said, like collagen and different things, mm -hmm. like makes me think of nutrition. Like it those is, are all yeah. more reasons why to have good, strong nutri nutrition right. for things like well, that. Well, again, going into pregnancy, so, I mean, I was concerned, like most women, about having stretch marks excessively and all those mm -hmm. things. But I think that's in. honestly the biggest thing. <laughs> yeah, well, stretch marks are about <laughs> the diastasis, you know, yeah. because even though everything I knew fun. about yeah. addressing it, because mm -hmm. I have helped women that were postpartum, actually, through yoga and things, you mm -hmm. know, actually working on their pelvic floor and their diastasis, because you mm -hmm. can work on strengthening all of that through yoga and breath work. Um, but the amazing thing was that like, I, I hadn't experienced myself. So then you know, like, you're pregnant, you start having these anxieties of like, okay, like, is this actually <laughs> going to work? It's coming, <laughs> Yeah, like, is it going to work for me type thing? Um, but one thing I really knew was that going into pregnancy, I had for years taken collagen. I had for years eaten healthy, you know, had all of the good nutrition. I had, was already taking vitamins previously before I even got pregnant mm -hmm. and then switched over to prenatals as soon as I found out I was, which was like week five for me. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I went right into, and then knowing to have the good oils. So, I mean, it's really mm -hmm. important that you don't cut out certain things, even if you don't want to gain a certain amount of weight. That's one thing that was a non-negotiable for yeah. me. Because, I mean, I only wanted to gain, you know, like everybody, like the 25 yeah, pounds, like right? Amount. <laughs> no, I gained like 44 pounds, yeah. okay? It's just the way Which, it goes. <laughs> but it's fine because I ate super yeah. healthy. Like, I knew mm -hmm. what I was eating was right. the good fats. You yeah. need those good fats you need that from for nuts, the baby. Mm -hmm. from, you know, the egg yolks. You need, I also took supplements of fish oils. So mm -hmm. I took omegas. 
and those tend to be really high in like that fat as well but again you want all of that for the baby it's really really good right. and really good for your hormones a lot of women don't realize that when mm -hmm. we cut all those good fats out we're actually yeah. harming our hormones mm -hmm. and then we're asking them to recover postpartum and not have like the hormones is what causes postpartum depression it's yeah. what, what causes and all, of that, mind. Of all of that exactly yeah. well because yeah. our hormones are kind of going like this and during pregnancy like they reach this peak in yeah. in, in you know um and the estrogen and then all of a sudden it just it's tanks like, right out. and it's gone I mean, it's like where did they go where did my yeah and then go? we wonder yeah. why women get really yeah. weird and yeah. crazy and like there's strange things that can mm -hmm. happen postpartum and yeah. you know i mean i was really thankful that i didn't have all of that again because we like looking at it nutritionally i knew that if i did certain things you know i wouldn't have a lot of these experiences mm -hmm. that other people had had and that's the reason i'm here talking about it because i feel like yeah. so strongly that i think more women need to feel empowered to know that yeah. we, can, we have the power to do something for our bodies and i i think that it's powerful because it's so interesting it is just fascinating hearing your story and knowing that you went into pregnancy with years and years like this was your lifestyle and it was all very new to me and it wasn't it wasn't even a thing really okay. and you know i tried to be healthy i, I did as as well like i knew i wanted to be healthy i ate chicken and couscous and i remember having that like you know mm -hmm. all like plain meals you know yeah. whatever it's, it's you know the extent that I knew, but it is interesting. It's funny listening to you talk about like those things and the collagen and the greens and, um, and, and the, and the vitamins, because I remember going on, uh, prenatal vitamins mm -hmm. and being like, wow, like I noticed a difference. Like that mm -hmm. was like, those things are amazing. And I don't think, and they were, but I also like, I'm curious if you felt much of a difference mm -hmm. because like I had never had such extent of vitamins. I won't say I never took vitamins, but I don't think I really took them consistently or had any certain supplementation. Like maybe here and there, I'm like you, I read an article, I'm like, oh yeah, I need to get some D or oh yeah, I should probably get some C or, you know, like, right. but it was never like a consistent, like all of these, like I do now. And right. so it's just interesting because I'm like, oh my gosh, I've never felt better. It was amazing. Well, I mean, the reason we need vitamins nowadays, because technically our food should have it all in it, but because of the way our food's mm -hmm. being grown and being processed nowadays, no matter, even if we're getting organic, it's still depleted. So we're not getting the same amount of nutrition that our, even our, like our grandparents were getting or our great grandparents. Mm -hmm. So they didn't need to take vitamins for a lot of these things that nowadays we are, we know that we're going to be deficient in a lot of these things. Yeah. So that's the reason just to preface it. Like we, that's the reason we stress is it's important to take really good vitamins. But for me, no, I didn't notice a huge difference because obviously going yeah. into pregnancy, I had already been taking a multivitamin, which was really important. I knew that typically my body is a little bit lower in B vitamins. That's one of the things that you know that I've, mm -hmm. I've talked a lot about needing, especially as women. Um, so yeah, it's definitely something that, I mean, I didn't notice a huge difference because it's, yeah. yeah. Interesting. All right. So we're just going on and on and on. I'm like, <laughs> oh my goodness, we need to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and we're going to keep the conversation going. And we are definitely going to dive deeper into specific exercises, especially yoga, because mm -hmm. I am really, you are a certified yoga instructor. Mm -hmm. And I am very curious about that because that is something I would have loved to have had and love to know specific kinds of movements and how specifically it helps in labor and delivery and recovery. So you are listening to Jenny Hardy with my guest Sarah Greer on Moms for Wellness and we'll be right back. <laughs> 
Welcome back to Moms for Wellness. I'm Jenny Hardy, and I am here with my guest, Sarah Greer. And we are talking all things wellness, pre-pregnancy, and pregnancy. So we covered a lot of pre-pregnancy talk in the first session. And so we're going to dive into more during your pregnancy, specific kind of nutrition to be right. able to include. And then we are definitely going to dive into some yoga because that's something, I know I've said it a couple of times, that I would have loved to have had during my pregnancy and then the effects of that during the birth process mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. So I'd love to be able to get into that. So let's start with nutrition. What are some key things to make sure, because I feel like the doctors really don't go in depth on this. They might no. give you a sheet and kind of mention like, okay, you know, increase your nutrition. Like, okay, but what does that mean? So let's talk about what does that mean? Well, I mean, when you're pregnant, you really want to make sure that you're eating balanced meals. So, um, like for me, that really meant like having a healthy carb. So that would be brown rice, quinoa, um, you know, like some kind of a good grain I would really recommend um, that's not been bleached. I usually only buy organic. Um, so that's one of one thing. Because Why? What's very important that you have, so grains have B vitamins in them. And again, they have a lot of um, protein, protein and enzymes that actually help support your hormones. So women don't realize that. And so we cut out a lot of carbs, mm -hmm. which is great um, for yes. cutting out calories. But it also cuts out a lot that our body needs during this time of building the baby, especially mm. like, I mean, I can't, I really, you need it the whole time, but I can't stress enough during the first trimester. I know yeah. I've talked to so many women that don't eat during the first trimester because they feel like horrible. So sick. Yeah. And I get it but at the same point in time like if you don't eat you're like you're building two things at that time which is why you feel so sick because right. the placenta is being grown like for the baby as well as the baby so yeah. I mean it's extremely important you know having protein 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 I can't stress that enough so really eating as much protein as you can throughout the day um, especially at every meal so for me I snacked on protein and I, I mean that was <laughs> like literally a snack um, so like grilled chicken things like that and actually like women cut back when they feel that nauseous mm. I would recommend instead of like cutting back try having a snack in the morning um, for me starting off with like a half a cup of oatmeal was really helpful or oat bran something like that mm -hmm. that actually was like like a healthy carb so I know like the big thing is the cracker thing like I yeah. wasn't big on like yeah. the white processed crackers <laughs> right you know um, or the ginger ale so again ginger ale like the only reason that really helps is because it's ginger so mm -hmm. it helps diffuse the stomach acid that's really that's yeah. really what the cause of that upset stomach is isn't there did you do any ginger drinks or like I know there's like all kinds of different things that I you did can like some. make your um, own ginger yeah, I mean, something. you can actually just take ginger and lemon and boil it in water. Okay, yeah. That's what I did a yeah. lot of in the morning. Um, I cut out all coffee during the whole nine months. So I, you know, limit my mm -hmm. coffee consumption as it is. I love a coffee. So <laughs> I have to limit <laughs> it's it. It's a big sacrifice. <laughs> yeah, I have to limit it. Um, but during the pregnancy, I cut it out completely just because mm -hmm. of a lot of the, a lot of the different things that coffee can do to your body during pregnancy mm -hmm. and, um, you know, chew the placenta and different things. I really just wanted to make sure everything that was going in me was good for the baby. Yeah. Um, and I drink a lot of mint tea as well. Um, so in the morning I did actually a lot of fruit teas, celestial seasonings, like fruit teas was really mm -hmm. nice to have like in the morning because I liked having something warm to wake up to. Um, I will say a caution with the teas though. Yes. So do be cautious about that. So definitely. So I'm saying fruit some teas yeah. as in like blueberry, like I had blueberry, orange, things like that. So you want to stay away from like lots of herbs that you don't necessarily yeah. know about. Um, usually your midwife or your doctor is going to give yeah, you a list of a lot check. of stuff to stay away from. Mm -hmm. um, they recommend like highly processed things though. So just See, be aware of that because and, a lot of the stuff they recommend that's safe is highly yes. processed. And this is, this is why we are doing this because that cross between 
taking what your doctor talks about and being aware of that and, and, and following that. But also the things that they recommend are not, like you just said, they are often highly processed. And so how can you take that and still get the good building blocks and nutrients and things that you need well, for yourself and your baby, that, but so be natural about the it. The medical society, the information helpful. is essentially 20 years old. It takes about 20 years for them to update that information with the new information. And we know more now, but a lot of that information is out there, but it's not being given to women especially when they get pregnant. Mm -hmm. So unless you kind of do your own research, which I'm kind of crazy about doing, you don't really know. So we've know. done it for you, so just listen to us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you don't really know, and so that's where it gets, you know, hard, because obviously yeah. you don't want yeah. foods that have not been cleaned properly. So always wash all of your vegetables and fruit. I can't stress this enough. It doesn't matter. Like, I was already doing this, so for me this was normal. Yeah. But, I mean, we're talking the outsides, the rind of a watermelon. We're talking the outside of an orange. Like, you don't want to be eating or peeling anything yeah. that's going to be going in you that could have any type of I, it's. I think that's so interesting, it. because I remember that that was, like, what I remember seeing my mother-in-law do that and I was mm -hmm. like what are you doing and like the rind of a I think it was a cantaloupe and mm -hmm. she's like well I'm gonna cut through it so like it's gonna I'm like oh I never thought about yeah, that so, so like, yeah that's yeah, so it interesting will carry whatever it is yeah. in so that was yeah. one of the things you know they tell you to stay away from you know like say having salads out because again a lot of companies use like the salad greens which certain things can go bad so you can actually get salmonella easier so you're more prone during pregnancy because yeah, you're building someone that. else to getting in like something easier, let's put it that way. Mm -hmm. But again, this goes back to how well are you prepping your body and how well are you keeping yes. your body. So I don't recommend again being unwise and just running out there and getting stuff. But I wash all of my greens at home mm -hmm. and I mainly did food prep. Um, so doing food prep's huge, I think during any time of life. Yeah. But during especially um, pregnancy and postpartum, like it's absolutely essential. If you mm -hmm. don't do that, you really won't eat and you won't yeah. eat healthy. Yeah. So I mean, washing all of your greens and I still got mixed greens, even though they told me not really to eat them because I knew that essentially the reason they were telling me yeah. that was because of what right. they were afraid of me getting. And I think that's a really good distinction because of the the things that they tell you not to do or to mm -hmm. do, like what is the reasoning behind that? So I think right. that's a perfect example. Like, well, don't eat the green, you know, the mixed greens. Well, like if it's a matter of the cleanliness of it, if you're cleaning it and making sure right. it's clean, then Yeah, well, so for okay. instance, soft cheeses, they tell you to stay away from, um, they tell you to stay away from lunch meats. Well, the reason why is because lunch meat has been typically sat out in like a deli counter and it can get a kind of a bacteria on the outside of it, especially when they slice it, that bacteria mm -hmm. can be passed through the deli meat and you can get it. So like I ate some deli meat sandwiches, but again, like if you go out, like, you know, cause I did some traveling with my husband during this time. Mm -hmm. So just get a panini, it's been cooked. Yeah. <laughs> so once so it's been cooking, cooked. I remember doing yeah, that cooking lunch heated. meats, cooking ham. Yeah, and once stuff. it's yeah. been heated, mm -hmm. it's not really that big of a yeah. deal. So again, yeah. it just goes back to making the wise choices, but I don't eat anything really that has nitrites in it. So right. like I wouldn't, I wasn't eating like a typical normal hot dog or like something like <laughs> if that If I were anyway. pregnant now, like I so, wouldn't, like I don't even eat that at all. So I wouldn't right. even think twice about it, but it did back then. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Lunch meat it's not a yeah. huge staple in my diet anyway so unless I went out to have something like that mm -hmm. and I just switched over to having it like it hot you know it's not it's just also yeah. having the education and making the right choices so again soft like and processed kind of cheeses is that they want everything to be pasteurized because typically if it's not pasteurized it can pass again a bacteria yep. um, but this goes to the grand debate about the fact that actually unprocessed foods are technically healthier for you yeah like they actually yeah so I mean you again have to like I didn't eat soft cheeses really because I'm not a huge cheese eater anyway yeah I don't like so, soft cheeses so I'm like oh that's easy no problem right exactly <laughs> like parmesan things yeah. like that are typically better for your gut yeah. so this goes back to also I incorporated a ton of healthy gut foods because mm -hmm. mom's healthy gut will actually be passed to baby 
So this is really important. More healthy that, gut. Did you hear yeah, that, people? Going Did into you hear pregnancy, this it's really important yeah. that you have a very healthy gut, but it's also very important that during pregnancy, you don't just kind of like binge eat. So I know a lot of women like just, you know, like mm -hmm. this is your time that you can gain weight and it's okay. Yeah. So yeah. we just like stuff our faces with all the bad food. But it matters but, what you're actually Right, because well, the baby is literally, that's the building blocks of the baby. Like that is what the body, the body of the baby is being made out of is what mm -hmm. you're putting in your mouth. So when you kind of have that realization, it's a big responsibility. Mm -hmm. I felt like, okay, every yeah. Like not only even more than what I already felt like that for me yeah. was like, okay, wow. Yeah. You know, so you really want to make sure that everything you're choosing is going to be those building blocks that you want. So I incorporated like a lot of healthy food for your gut. So I make mm -hmm. my own bread. So I did sourdough and sourdough is great because mm -hmm. again, the starter. Dr. B talks about sourdough bread. Yeah, yeah. I mean the sour, the sourdough bread is great because of the starter we make. It's actually a homemade yeast. And so that is amazing for colon mm. health, kombucha, amazing yeah. for colon health. Um, sauerkraut and beets and like a lot of these foods mm -hmm. go back to the health you know of your gut and really like help incorporating that so yeah. I'm also a big fan and I did this through my whole pregnancy of drinking like at least an ounce or two of apple cider vinegar in the morning mm. and I did that through That's my whole pregnancy. Straight up? No, I add, okay. I, add I, was gonna do, say straight I do up. it in about so two tough. cups of water and I add a mm. couple drops of stevia you can add or some monk fruit or something oh, like okay. that to take the edge off of it. Yeah. Because um, I'm like, ooh, there is. But I mean, even yeah. during, so a lot of things with, again, let's talk about like a little bit about the nausea because a lot of people are like, how did you do this with all yes. the nausea? And like, I had a ton of nausea. <laughs> so <laughs> I had some days where it was really so bad. <laughs> However, I really found that not only drinking enough water in the apple cider vinegar really helped. I know it sounds odd, hmm. but yeah. when you don't drink the correct amount of ounces, so as women, we start going up in weight when we get pregnant. Mm -hmm. And most women don't gain that much in the first pregnant, in the first trimester, which mm -hmm. is not really healthy. Um, you actually do want to gain somewhat throughout your pregnancy rather yeah, than it being like, boom, like, all at the yeah, end. Right. Um, so you do want to eat. So I can't stress mm -hmm. that enough. So I would wake up and have oatmeal and eggs typically almost every single day. Oatmeal is extremely yeah. good for you, especially yeah. if you buy the organic, healthy, mm -hmm. you know, I, I buy the, the, the um, what is it? Gluten-free. Gluten-free, yeah, that gluten one, yeah. That's so, what we have in our house. Yeah, so it's yeah. definitely really important that, you know, you yeah. look for all of those mm -hmm. things. But, um, yeah. you know, having a lot of that. And then I found that our, that bone broth actually was a significant, like, lifetime changer for me yeah yeah well because it's not so you only make again, good for yes it's mm -hmm. good for gut health but it helped with the nausea issue dramatically so i got the c-bands bone well. broth for nausea did you hear that ladies yeah it wow. helped dramatically so chicken soup <laughs> i yeah. know it sounds like odd but i made a ton yeah. of chicken soup and i would keep the broth even if i didn't make soup out of it which i added all the vegetables to Mm -hmm. boiled the bones for almost eight hours sometimes or more if you can do it in a crock pot do it for more because the longer mm. you can like cook those for the better the broth's going to be for you and wow. i would just take a cup of it out of the freezer or i keep a little bit in like a pan in the refrigerator and heat it up again do not microwave this you don't want to do yeah. that <laughs> that <laughs> kills microwave. everything that's good about it um <laughs> but so i would heat it up in a pan and then i would drink it actually with mm. with like you know the celery and onion and garlic and all of that already in there yeah. and carrots so um, you're already getting all the good nutrients from that because it's cooked Chicken down so long. Chicken soup for your soul has a lot more it goes to it. No, but I mean, it really yeah. worked because even when I yeah. was out and I felt really, really yeah. horrible, I'd go and have a bowl of pho. And because mm -hmm. it's bone broth, like it yeah. helped significantly cut off the edge. Huh. 
Mm. I also noticed that there's your new <laughs> nausea tip, yeah. ladies. Wow, yeah. it really, really worked. And waiting too long to eat was also horrible. So I yes, think a lot you of need women to don't do, realize. Take your you... snacks. Oh my gosh, I took my snacks everywhere with yeah, me. Yeah, but you have to eat almost yeah. every two to three hours, yeah. especially that first trimester to actually mm-hmm. ward off that because the yes. emptier your stomach gets, the worse the nausea is going to be. Good. No, yeah. It's so not good. it's definitely that, that those those couple things were like wow. Really huge. Those are yeah. Those are big tips. Do you have any other? Quick hit tips for food before we move on to the yoga um, moves. Again, just try to, like I said, keep a balanced plate. So, like, when you looked at your plate, like, you should have greens, protein, and, like, a, like a, a healthy carb. So, again, mm-hmm. a, a green. So, um, that was really one of the things that, like, I really, like, stress. So, and I, when I say vegetables, you should have, like, two vegetables. So, you should have, like, a full plate. And the the one vegetable should be something that's cooked. Like I did a lot of roasted vegetables because again, mm, it, love it boxes in all of the health. Yeah, <laughs> and they're tasty. Love roasted. So yeah, yes, it's yes. way better than boiling or anything yeah. else. Um, and then the others should be greens. Like I, I can't stress enough how much greens you need while you're pregnant. I mean, mm. you really need a lot to be able to give the baby everything that they really need. So. Awesome. Very good. So there's your nutrition for during pregnancy. Mm -hmm. And now let's move to exercise, but Mm -hmm. specifically yoga. So maybe first start out, what is it you mentioned about breath and how that helps? So what specifically, why is yoga helpful? And then we'll move into specific moves. Okay. Well, yoga is like for pregnancy. I mean, this is kind of the reason yoga is good for anybody. Um, But it actually helps oxygenate the whole body. So it like, that's one thing that we're, and especially in this Western society, very deficient in is breathing correctly. We tend to breathe from our upper chest and be more nose, I mean, more Mm. kind of mouth breathers. Mm -hmm. We don't activate the lower diaphragm, which actually is connected to the sex organs and the pelvic floor and everything. So Mm -hmm. when we breathe properly, we're essentially working our inner organs. It's kind of like exercising your organs, if you think about it that way. <laughs> says your insides. So, yeah. No, yeah. but, I mean, it, it's kind of funny sounding, but legitly, that's what you're doing. Okay, so, so when you're saying that, what are you talking about? Can you give us so an example? So, versus, like, so when you breathe, you're, okay. typically we kind of breathe, like, yeah. just, like, that. It's mm-hmm. kind of like what we're breathing right yeah. now and we're mm-hmm. talking. Right. But what I'm talking about breathing is really from the lower belly. So, mm-hmm. it's when you breathe in, your belly should expand. So, you breathe in, full expansion of the belly, and then we breathe out. It should all happen through the nose. The belly mm-hmm. should pull in naturally. With that belly pulling in, you'll slightly mm-hmm. feel when you you practice this. Again, it's practice, which mm-hmm. is why we call it that. So in and out through the nose? Yes. Okay. Like it all happens through the nose. That's very important because it, that's what helps. That's what activates all of those internal organs. But it really pulls that lower diaphragm in. It's not only working the the inner core muscles, really that like corset that we think of all of the muscles in that inner core because it's really wraps all the way around. It works all of that, but it also is working, you'll notice once you do it enough, you'll actually feel the pelvic mm-hmm. floor rise and fall. So that's one of the ways that it really helps prep women hmm. for birth. Because that is a healthy way to not only work that organ and get it in it when it's because it needs a stretch let's just talk about that right needs to stretch um, if it doesn't stretch it's gonna rip just saying (laughs) well that's the way to also give it blood flow and oxygen Mm -hmm. to make sure it will stretch for one Mm -hmm. but for two if you work out say like for instance a lot of crossfitters have a hard time having babies because they do a lot of heavy heavy lifting yeah so the public yeah well i mean the public floor is connected to the inner thighs all Mm -hmm. those muscles and the whole body is connected so the stronger the muscles are it's great 
but you're also going to might have a harder delivery period because your body doesn't know how to relax that muscle. So yeah. this is where breath work pregnancy comes in great. So that's why yoga paired with a really healthy workout is yeah. actually amazing because you're actually getting those muscles to relax so that yeah. you can learn how to actually relax during those contractions mm -hmm. to let the baby out. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and it like again, like this isn't a stat I came up with. I was told this by multiple doctors also during pregnancy because they would see me come in for you know checkups, <laughs> the twenty week anatomy scan, all that stuff, and they were like, "Oh, you're gonna have a super easy birth because you know yeah. they like shortens it by like twenty minutes." So I mean, it's yeah, it's definitely wow. something that's super important. Not only let's we'll just get mention, to that in further yeah, episodes. Aches and pains, <laughs> um, you yeah. know, like it really helps with the hip pain, with the lower back pain. It really helps you have correct posture. So one of the main things about being pregnant and postpartum, like mm -hmm. we'll just add that in. <laughs> let's talk about breastfeeding. Yeah. But pregnancy, yeah. especially, it really hunched over. It's actually redesigning kind of the way your spine is shaped in order for you to deliver the baby. Like your hmm. body actually is moving things around. And yeah. that's good. And it also is expanding your hips get wider and it expels, yep. expands the pelvis. I know, ladies, you don't want to hear that. Sorry, but it's true. <laughs> yeah, well, it's supposed no to one go wants back. wider hips. <laughs> well, here's the thing also yeah. is that it is supposed to go back. So, a lot of people that also work out a lot, they've noticed that when they have a baby, like their hips won't go back. And that's another thing that we've noticed that if they, like people that do yoga, they're typically do go back. Why? Well, because the joints and everything are more So bottom supple. line, if you want your hips to go back, do yoga. <laughs> well, everything, everything If anything else supple. hasn't gotten you there, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. stays more supple. So I'm mean, yeah. not going to guarantee yep, makes anything, sense. but it's right, definitely right, right. about yeah. having oxygen more and blood flow. More likely to go back. Right, oxygen yeah. and blood flow keeps the body supple. Yeah. It's one of the th reasons also yoga, if you don't know, is amazing for the spine. Like that could be mm. a whole two-hour episode yeah. itself. <laughs> why it's so beneficial for the spine but that right there is one of the other major factors is because your spine's actually being pulled with the weight of baby in the front mm -hmm. we typically start hunching we get a lot of upper back pain yeah. a lot of shoulder pain which is actually the the lumbar spine and the the um the cervical okay. spine are sympathetically connected so when we actually are having the issues down here around mm -hmm. our pelvis and everything, but it, we're going to feel it all up here. Yeah. So I mean, that's one another reason that yoga is phenomenal for pregnant women because it helps not, like correct a lot of those issues because we become more body aware. Yeah. And we start feeling better because we're getting oxygen and blood flow and breath work and yeah. some movement. So. And I think that breath work is cannot be overstated because. Um, just even just in delivery just mm -hmm. you know just that breathing and just being able to slow your breathing and yeah and relax your body as much as it sounds antithetical to like you know relax but like, but it, it is yeah. so helpful the more and and so that's I why mean, back in the day you had that practice women, yeah already, like Lamaze, that's, then that's exactly is what that is, is. Yeah. exactly it is really beneficial so are there any specific moves um that i mean so the breathing absolutely and we can mm -hmm. do that anywhere with that we are are there any specific moves that jump i mean obviously i'm sure there's a flow and there's you know a bunch of them but any couple that we only have a few minutes left just to to point out um, one or two one would or... be like what's called so it's called bird dogs so that's extremely beneficial for pregnant women because it's a really good way of working the core um so i know a lot of people are like you can't do ab exercises obviously right. if you're talking about your abs yes but if you're talking about the intercostal muscles or that corset that we're talking mm -hmm. about which is Wraps really around. what is holding the baby in yeah you're right you don't want to work your abs but you do want to work your core this is a huge misconception is that again i can't hmm. stress working your core enough in pregnancy so again breath work because again we're, we're working that diaphragm 
and that's mm-hmm. actually what's pulling the, the belly in and out. And it's kind of, it's really good for even when you're pregnant to give that baby a nice squeeze. So it's really good <laughs> for doing it with breath work. But um, Just bird think dog, of it as giving your baby its first hug. So. Right. And bird dog is on all four. And we learn, we teach you how to engage the core before that. And then you can take a little bit further up where you actually engage, you know, one hand and one foot. So it's typically the opposite. And we engage it, bringing it in. And we engage, then we release it, letting letting it all go. And that okay. is one move that's very, very good. It also yeah. challenges your balance, mm-hmm. and balance is really, really good to challenge because that actually gives our equilibrium a chance to constantly be recorrecting, and it gives us better clarity and get, gives us better mental health. Like mm-hmm. a lot of these things are really beneficial for the mind to kind of yeah. go through. As I can, well, I can use that now. So and I'm not yeah, <laughs> so, everybody can use yes. that. So, that's yeah. great. That's really great. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. several, but I mean, one of the other ones I can think of is also, I mean, we do several, when you're pregnant, doing forward folds is obviously a problem because right. of the belly. Yes. Um, so we do a lot of, you know, more like extensions through the upper back to help correct the shoulder pain mm. because actually really opening that up is really, really important. So another yeah. good one is like a seated, um, it's like a back extension. So, and we kind of I feel just like I need back. to correct yeah. myself now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, when you start talking yeah, about it, we're I like, know. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, it's definitely helpful. Um, yeah. Another one that's really, really good um, that kind of helps prep you for labor is actually just a seated hip roll. So oh. we kind of, we sit with our legs crossed. However, it's most comfortable typically mm-hmm. for when you're pregnant, sometimes sitting isn't super comfortable. Yeah. Usually that means you're tight through the hips and yeah. through, you know, the, the, mm-hmm. the lower back and the, the glutes mm-hmm. and a lot of yeah. those areas yeah. that All we work on. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's really, really good because we kind of do this these rolls around so that mm-hmm. it helps actually loosen a lot of the tissue and the fascia and everything around you the Can you do hips. that on a ball? So you can too? do okay. it. Yeah. It's similar to what they do on a ball, yeah, yeah. but we do it seated, yeah. so that okay. really helps open things up, and okay. you, do, you will go both directions, so that's three, I would say, nice. that are like some of the best ones. So yeah. helpful. Oh, my goodness. This has been absolutely amazing, so phenomenal. I hope that you all have been able to get some amazing tips both nutritionally, pre-pregnancy, during pregnancy, exercise tips, yoga tips. Mm-hmm. I learned a lot. So I certainly wish I would have had this kind of information yeah. prior to pregnancy, during pregnancy. But that's the thing. We take it where we are with the information right. that we have and and use that where we are. And so, and if you do know someone, if you are not pregnant or thinking about being pregnant, but you know someone that is, please share this episode with them. Definitely send this to them. Let them know about this and the ins and outs of that and Mm so Sarah if someone does have questions and they want to reach out to you or learn more about the yoga Mm -hmm. um, let them know how they can get in touch with you Um, one of the best ways is through Instagram so my handle is um, at unity of health um, which is my business name and I also have a website which you can email me off of my website and I reply pretty quick (laughs) and what's your website my website is unityofhealth.com so, yeah, we'll put a link probably in this yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, we'll put that in the show notes as well. So, yeah, so definitely reach out to Sarah. Reach out to me. I'm at Jenny Hardy at Instagram or on Instagram at Jenny Hardy with I-E, J-N-N-I-E. Um, and so let us know what you thought of this episode. Let us know what things you have done um, that we talked about or you thought that were very interesting. Definitely share this episode with a friend. And let us know what topics you are interested 
question. And we have mm -hmm. specific ideas of things that we're going to be talking about. So definitely stay tuned. We're going to be talking about the birth process. We're going to be talking about postpartum life with a baby, how you still have an active, healthy lifestyle. Um, so all those good things. Um, so definitely stay tuned with all of that. And we are so excited that you joined us. So thank you again, Sarah, thank for joining for us me. today. Appreciate it. This has been so much fun. So that's it. That's the wrap. Thanks for joining me on SM Enlightenment Radio or TV or joining me on the Moms for Wellness podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the Moms for Wellness podcast and leave a five-star rating or review. It really is helpful and we would be so grateful. I'm Jenny. Have a good one.